Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 919 of the Juicebox Podcast. Many of you know I've been using Wegovi for weight loss, and it's been working incredibly well. It takes away your hunger and your appetite and so much more, and losing weight. It's really been terrific so far. But this thing I started noticing was a, a hollow feeling, an emptiness. Like, I, like I guess that, like, food, like the preparation of food, and I just have not been as involved with food as I was before. Even not to say that I was a lot in the past, but... It felt like something had kind of been taken away from me, and I wanted to talk it through with Erica. So Erica Forsyth is here to mostly listen to me and then offer her insights. But, I mean, this is kind of a Wegovy diary. I don't even know what to call this one exactly. Anyway, you know how it goes with Erica. I start talking to her about something, and then before you know it, I tell her way more about my life than you guys should know. That happens again today. While you're listening, please remember... That nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Please always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. And uh, some of you live in the state where you can hire Erica, ericaforsyth.com. She's a really terrific therapist who actually has type 1 diabetes. This episode of the Juice Box podcast is sponsored by U.S. Med. You can get your diabetes supplies the same way we do from US Med. USMed.com forward slash juicebox to get started. Arden gets her Omnipods and her Dexcoms from US Med, and you could too. Eric, I appreciate you doing this with me. Um, yes. This is probably going to turn into therapy. <laughs> so I don't know. If we... I am I am not your therapist. <laughs> I know you're not my therapist. <laughs> um, and I want to be clear that I know that. Uh, yes. So I, wit I witnessed something that I thought would be interesting for people to to talk about. Um, I guess just for people who don't know, I began taking Wegovy for weight loss um, eight weeks ago. I'm on my eighth injection, so maybe it's seven and a half weeks ago, but about that long ago. Um, for people who don't know, Wegovy and Ozempic are literally the same drug. They're mm -hmm. branded differently, so they can be dispensed differently, so that doctors can suggest using them differently. Wegovy is uh, meant for weight loss. Ozempic is right now, I think, for people with type 2 diabetes, uh, although I'm hearing from people who have type 1 or are using it and having a lot of great success with it. Anyway, um, the mm -hmm. way my understanding about Wegovy was that it's a GLP-1, and that it was going to impact me in a couple of ways. I was told that it was going to take my mind off of food and that it would help me feel fuller. This was the extent of how it was explained to me. Um, I have heard people say that there's research at hand that is not complete yet that says that it might signal your body to burn fat when when you're losing weight, which would mm -hmm. which makes sense to me. And I'm going to tell you a lot about it now. Um, so to say that we go V makes you stop thinking about food in my experience, I'm sure other people might be different is an understatement in a half. <laughs> so I am never hungry, like mentally, 
Like I never think, oh, I'm hungry or I should eat or like there's my brain is never telling me about food to the point where you have to actually remind yourself mm-hmm. to eat on certain, you know, schedules like or you just you just won't do it. Like you just it'll just never occur to you. your stomach doesn't grumble. Your brain doesn't say, oh, my God, I haven't eaten. Like, I don't understand how it all works. Something about the hippocampus way out of my league, <laughs> etc. But oh, my gosh, does it work? And there's been this sort of unintended consequence that I didn't expect. So I am not a food person to begin with. Like, I don't run around going like, oh, I can't wait to try this or oh, my favorite meal is that. Like, I don't have those thoughts to begin with. But um, I am feeling a, a loss is the only way I can put it. Mm. And um, the the first loss is, by the way, in seven weeks, I am 17 pounds lighter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's a great loss. <laughs> Which is, that's not the that's loss amazing. I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, I'm starting to see myself now, like, in video, and I think I look different. Mm-hmm. Like, like You do. Yeah, you yeah, do. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's not the loss I'm talking about. The loss <laughs> I'm talking about is... I, I'm still eating, okay? So I want you to understand, like, but I got up this morning and I got, like, a a yogurt. I had, like, a coconut milk yogurt. Mm-hmm. I might be turning into Jenny. Uh, uh, but um, but, <laughs> but I found these, these I, I, I was trying to avoid dairy because I wasn't sure how dairy was for me. Not really sure, but I found these coconut milk yogurts that are really good. So I had one of those this morning and I ate, like, a half a banana and I went out and did something, and I came back, and I've already recorded the podcast once today, and I had like 10 minutes in between that recording and you and I talking, mm-hmm. and I thought I should eat something, like anything, like right now, because I've not eaten enough food today, right? Mm-hmm. So I went downstairs, I ate something very quickly, but not because I was hungry. Mm-hmm. And so cooking and eating and Hanging with people and watching television and going to the movies and so many other things in my life are taking on a different flavor that, and it's confusing because Mm -hmm. now I have all this extra time that I used to fill with food and I didn't realize it. And it feels like something got taken away. Mm. That's why I put you on today. So... (laughs) I don't know how to explain it because I didn't care about it to begin with. But if I sat down and watched TV at night, I probably would have like made popcorn or done something like that. And mm-hmm. now it doesn't occur to me. So it doesn't happen. And it feels it's a, I don't know how to say it. It, it feels like somebody took something out of my life and nothing, but that's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is, is that it didn't get filled in with something else. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Tell me what I'm thinking because I don't yes. know what I'm experiencing. Well, I will say I I do know others who are have tried or on Wegovy or Zembic and have reported the same thing where they forget to eat because of all the reasons why you just explained, and so they are having to retrain their body mm-hmm. to eat. As I think you said, as as you know, you need energy. You need. Yeah. You need nutrition. the fuel. Yeah, you need yeah. nutrition. Right, you right. need calories to function. Um, and 
the other part of it, this loss that you're experiencing, it feels like you had these be- um, behaviors that were connected and associated with food, mm-hmm. like sitting down, watching a movie, going to the movies, popcorn, or sitting at a maybe on a holiday, maybe Mother's Day, you associate with sitting around eating a big buffet. And when you don't have that need or desire to eat, those two behaviors that were connected are being separated, mm-hmm. right? There's a, um, and it would be natural for your emote, your body to think and feel, wait, I used to do this. And I may, maybe you, there was enjoyment. Did you enjoy those, those two behaviors connected to yeah. one another? And so you're feeling the loss because you don't have that quote enjoyment that you once associated with one of those behaviors. It is exactly like um, my kids leaving. Like it's the same. Yeah, it it, it really is. It's the same exact thing. Like there was this thing I used to do, Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed it. I guess like like the food. I guess I never thought of it as an enjoyment, but I guess there was some enjoyment coming from it. And with my kids, I love being with my kids. And I love like, I even love just like when they have problems and we get to like work them out and like all that stuff. And now they just, they're off on their own handling their own stuff. And it left me, I think I've said this to you in the past, like I feel Mm -hmm. hollow a little bit Mm -hmm. that they're gone. But then I started recognizing that same feeling around eating. And I was like, that shocked me because like, because I really am. If you said to me, Scott, what's your favorite food? I'd be like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I can't answer that question. I've never been able to answer that question. I had a great lobster tail in the Bahamas once. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I, I, I didn't come home and like go, oh, I, I need to find more lobster. Or like, like I just don't – I didn't think of myself as a person who thought about food that way. But mm-hmm. now I'm like – I almost feel like I need to find a hobby to take up the – whatever food was doing for me. And I don't even know how to put it into words, honestly. I I wonder if, you know, there, there are situations where people do use food, you know, as to feed some emotions sometimes, mm-hmm. right. That I put in quotes, if you're feeling sad, you might turn to your bag of chips um, because you know, it's going to be there. And then you get the, um, all the <laughs> chemical responses that taste really good. You like the salt. So you keep going back. So it's interesting thinking about the switch where people are trying to use willpower and go on a diet. And then they realize why I was turning to food when I was sad or when I was bored or when I was feeling empty emotionally. Um, And then you're trying to use that willpower to not go to food and replace it with other behaviors. But it's interesting that you're not having to use willpower to interrupt that, whether or not you were using food to meet some emotional need or not, right. that behavior is eliminated. But it has to be. Like, I, I discussed mm-hmm. with Jenny one time that I realized, like, I grew up very poor, and, mm-hmm. like, you could never go to the store and get an extra thing. You got the stuff you were there, the ingredients for the things you were doing. There was never any more than that, right? Mm-hmm. And that I, I, I told her that I realized that at some point I was grabbing a bag of candy in the grocery store that I did not want because I could afford to buy it. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a it was almost like a power move that 
nobody saw but me. I was like, mm-hmm. I could just buy this if I wanted to. Like like that kind of and by the way, this bag of candy is like two dollars. Like I was <laughs> I was really broke growing up. So I was like, look at me. I can just buy a two dollar bag of candy. You get me up to about five dollars and you'll see how cheap I am real quick. I'll be like, right, no, thank you. Uh but but like, but then I would buy it and then it would I'm like, well, now I have it. I could hear my mom's voice in my head. We paid for this food. You better eat it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I would open it. And then I can I can remember feeling embarrassed that I was eating it. Like, even privately. Like, I'm like, I don't really want this. Like, I bought it, like, as this, like, kind of low-key power move. But now I can't waste it because I paid for it. Even though it would be well worth $2 for my health to just take it and throw it in the garbage afterwards. And by the way, wouldn't that be the biggest power move is to buy it and throw it away? Like (laughs) like, I I can afford to like, just throw this out, but it never, (laughs) I had those two conflicting problems. Um, But my, my reason for wanting to record about it is because I thought if this is happening to me, a person who does not think of food like that, like I like consciously do not like, Oh my God, like what is this drug about to show the world? And more specifically, people with diabetes who are going to get, they're going to get given this drug a lot. Like, I know right now it's not for type 1s, but I'm already seeing type 1s getting it. It's going to happen more. Your blood sugar is going to be more stable on it. Mm -hmm. You're going to use less insulin because of it. You're going to have better outcomes with your health. You're going to lose weight if you have, if there's weight to lose. You're not going to be like, you know, a slave to food if that's been your thing. If this stuff works for you the way it's working for me. And I thought, I don't know that I was not ready for this. Like, I did not mm. think, like, if you would have told me four, eight weeks ago, hey, Scott, like, food's going to get removed out of your life and you're going to lose weight. I would have thought, like, well, that's great. That's the whole story. And instead, the story is, like, I'm like, oh, no, like, what do I put in that space? Like, mm-hmm. that's the thought that's starting to come up. Like, I need to put something valuable into this space. And luckily, I'm not like a... I'm not a very compulsive person to begin with, or I might have already started backfilling it with something unhealthy for me. Like, mm-hmm. So I didn't want that to happen to people. I didn't want them to like have that loss and then have nothing to replace it with and not to expect it to come. Because like as you're losing weight, like just on the surface, you're like, this works. Like this is genius. Like I can't tell mm-hmm. you. I, I stand up, I take a pen like this. I go click, mm-hmm. it clicks again. Mm-hmm. I record for a couple minutes because I'm making a week Ovi diary and I'm out mm-hmm. and I'm and then I wake up the next week and I'm lighter. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my God. And and and, and it, so what is it? I mean, I know you don't know like it's not like you're my doctor. I'm not saying that, but like I'm not imagining this, right? Like something got taken away. Yes, and perhaps the Maybe there wasn't as, and I I hear you say that you were not, you're not a foodie. You didn't feel like you were using food in unhealthy ways. You didn't have a, you know, disordered eating behaviors or patterns. You were not, um, you know, addicted to food or, or at times of day, but yet with the elimination of the desire or, or physical symptoms, I need to eat, there's this loss. So perhaps there I think naturally food can be a social experience, right? People go out to dinner, 
you you have people over, you invite people into your home. There is the social piece. And I'm not sure I'm hearing that as a loss, but just more of these kind of one-on-one experiences, or do you feel like you're having that as well? I haven't had that opportunity yet because, yeah, okay. because my wife is also using WeGovi at the same time. So we're both like okay. looking at each other like, don't forget to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I did go uh, to visit Arden for a weekend a few weeks ago, and you go to a restaurant. I was like, uh, I'll have a piece of yours or... Like, I don't know. Like, I can't eat a whole thing. Like, you have no mm-hmm. idea. Like, Erica, I got up yesterday morning. I took two eggs. Uh, I whisked them up. I put them in a pan with a little bit of butter, some mushrooms, and maybe three ounces of chicken. And I cooked them all together and put them in a wrap. And halfway through the wrap, I thought, I cannot finish this. Like, I, like, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, like two eggs is now a crazy amount of eggs for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so, that so, is, that is crazy yes, yeah yeah so the next day i got <laughs> one egg and i was like i've learned my lesson here i'm not going to waste another egg and uh but it's just so when you go into a restaurant i mean you mm-hmm. know like my wife the other day she's like i'm gonna make a blt and i was like okay and i was like i'll try a piece of bacon to see if i can eat it <laughs> and like and like i had one and i was like that was good and then i just i didn't want it anymore so i mm-hmm. I, I took one piece of bacon and broke it up and put it away. And then the next day I made some shrimp for myself and I sprinkled the bacon over top of it. <laughs> I was like, look at me being fancy. And yeah. um, and I just, saw, I, but even that, like I sauteed six shrimp and crumbled a piece of bacon over top of it, put some lettuce with it, could not finish that shrimp. And, wow. I'm, and, and it's just, it's insane. Like you just eat and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm full now. So Norm, so pre, pre-Wagovi, would you, once you've started to feel that fullness, would you keep going to finish the plate because of like old patterns of like, I paid for it, I made it, 100%. I'm going to eat it? You yeah. would have like kind of pushed through that little discomfort and kept going. I never would have thrown a shrimp away. No. Now, <laughs> or I would have made enough to save half of it for another meal. And then that would have mm-hmm. been okay with me. I would have been like, okay, well, like I can eat half and put away the rest, whatever else I don't want. But if I would have made six and they had to go in the garbage afterwards, I would have eaten all six of them, whether I wanted them or not. And and I don't know how to explain it to people, but they say it makes you feel full, which is not is not not right. But it's beyond that. Like it just sort of like I could have kept eating. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's not like you're. It's not like there's actually a fist in your stomach and it's pushing you back up and you just can't do it. You're like you just get like I feel full. I don't want anymore. Um, but you could eat more. You might not mm-hmm. feel well afterwards, but you could do it. Like you could physically consume it. You just like for me, I just I don't. I can't find the. I can't find the motivation to do it. I guess is the mm-hmm. right word. Like it just. It's not that important to me. Um, to say that you don't think about food like. That's absolutely true. Like it's it, it's three o'clock now here in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I've learned about Wegovi is that if I eat anything that really takes time to digest, because it is gonna it makes you feel full by slowing down your digestion. Like mm-hmm. I need to eat dinner before six o'clock, or I will absolutely have some sort of heartburn if I try to lay down even four or five hours later. So oh, wow. even that, like, you know how you're always telling people, don't eat after six, like, don't eat at night. Like, right. people are like, yeah, 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 I won't do that. But then you're watching like a movie and you're like, well, shit, maybe I will. Like, <laughs> like you know, like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make something with it. I can, I, I know not to do that. That'll make my stomach uncomfortable if I do that. 
So you're learning to truly listen to your body and what you can and can't tolerate. We receive Arden's Dexcom G7 and her Omnipods from US Med. USmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888-721-1514. US Med has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They are the number one distributor for Freestyle Libre Systems, number one specialty distributor for Omnipod Dash. They have the Omnipod 5. They're the number one fastest growing tandem distributor. Oh my gosh. Number one rated distributor in Dexcom customer satisfaction surveys. How in the heck? Over 1 million diabetes customers have been served by U.S. Med since 1996, and they always provide 90 days worth of supplies and fast and free shipping. They carry everything from insulin pumps and diabetes testing supplies to the latest CGMs like the Freestyle Libre 3 and the Dexcom G7. They accept Medicare and over 800 private insurers. USmed.com forward slash juicebox. I got an email yesterday morning from US Med that said, I can even tell you what it says. Hold on a second. See how easy this will be. Hold on a second. Email US Med. Hi, Arden. It says, hi, Arden. This is your friendly reorder email from US Med. Dear Arden, your prescription is due for a refill. Please use the order button below to place your next order. Then I just click on it and that's that. USmed.com forward slash juice box. That's to get your free benefits check. Or you can call 888-721-1514. Get your supplies the same way Arden does from U.S. Med. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing is I'm afraid people will hear this and think, oh, oh, these people are using a drug to trick them into doing what their willpower should do. Mm. But it's not it's not that. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I wish, I wish people could understand. Like I'm not an, I was not an overeater to begin with. Like mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean. And, um, I always had the feeling, and it's what I went to my doctor and said. I, I, I always had the feeling like I don't think my body works correctly. Y- you know, and um, now, it's funny. My wife and I were talking about the other day. She heard another doctor talking about this. But this doctor was starting to kind of compare thyroid medication with the GLPs, meaning if you have a thyroid condition, your body might be making T3, but -hmm. your body might not be taking it up properly or, you know, so you might need like, um, you you know, uh, uh, you know, a pill that will just push enough in that your body gets what you need and then you get all, yeah, then your thyroid works correctly. Um, What if, I guess the question is, like, this is a lot of, you know, assumptions, but what if my body's not making GLP enough or it's making it, but it's not taking it up enough? Because all I can tell you is that my biggest takeaway I thought would be the weight loss, but it's not. My biggest takeaway is I feel like my body's working correctly. Mm -hmm. I just didn't eat that much food before. Like I used to say, like, you've heard me say it. Like, Mm -hmm. I am the fattest person who doesn't eat that you're ever going to meet in your entire life. Like, I just, I don't take in that much food. And it just never made sense to me. And now my body appears to be going to where it, like, to where it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I'm losing, like, a ton of weight, like, all at once. It's not, like, some big drop-off. It's 17 pounds over eight weeks, which is, I don't know, what is that? 
the two pounds a week, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. of reasonable weight loss. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I want people to hear that if you're having trouble, like, like my wife talks differently about food. Like she, she says like, she's like, I have a food voice. She's like, I get up in the morning and I start mm-hmm. thinking about what am I going to eat? What mm-hmm. sounds good? And as soon as I'm done eating, I think, well, what's for lunch? Next. Yeah. Then what's for dinner and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I have like a, like a food voice is the way I would ex- describe it. I don't, I don't have that. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've never had that, but I, I don't know that I'm eating any differently right now than I was before the Wegovi. Like maybe less, but not that much less. Even, even here, I'll admit to something. That's interesting. Yeah, you want me to admit to something? <laughs> the other day, I thought I'm going to test the Wegovi, <laughs> like a friend. I want to make sure it's on my side, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was um, out picking up stuff at the. At the pharmacy, which of course makes me laugh because I bought a, bi- a box of candy at the pharmacy. So yeah. I bought a box of Red Hots. So I don't know what Red Hots are, but they're cinnamon-like chemicals mm-hmm. with sugar. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's pretty much what I think. <laughs> they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And I, in addition to everything I ate that day, I made, I made certain to try to finish as many of the Red Hots as I could. I couldn't get through the whole box, but I ate way more than a human being should eat. And then I woke up the next day uh, 1.2 pounds lighter than I was the day before. And I thought, I'll be damned. This stuff works. (laughs) (laughs) Because Give me some more Red Hots. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. First of all, what I just learned is I can have Red Hots uh, as long as I've got Wegovy. But I don't mean it that way. Like, I don't mean like I'm injecting the thing so I can do something unhealthy Mm -hmm. and it won't count because I still ate the red hots. I'm not unaware of that, but um, I'm telling you that before we go V, if I had a red hots over, I would gain weight. Like Mm -hmm. my body would just start to immediately retain, retain water, like Mm -hmm. immediately. And it's just not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. So, but so I guess my bigger concern is I don't know what to fill the feeling with. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, is why I'm talking to you and not just somebody else. Because I'm worried that I'll fill it with something that's not good for me. And I don't mean like heroin. I mean like emotionally not good for me or something like that. Because I, I feel like there's more time in the day now than I know what to do with. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, so if if you were my client, which you are not, mm-hmm. I would um, encourage you to think about, so the behaviors that you identified earlier that you associated with food, that you no longer are consuming food while you're doing that behavior. So like, let's say sitting at, at nighttime watching TV, mm-hmm. checking in with yourself. Okay. What are you, like in that moment, what are you feeling? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling empty? Are you feeling like you want to connect with your wife? Are you feeling like you want to connect with your children or your friend or a family member? Like, what is it? And that this will take maybe some time and, you know, over mass experiences of feeling like, oh yeah, this is, I used to eat, but maybe that was mindless. And I just did it because that's what I do when I sat down and watched TV. But really I'm wanting to have a, a more, you know, connect intimately with my wife. Mm-hmm. 
emotionally, physically, or I want to have a conversation with my family, a family member, um, or I want to challenge my brain and stimulate it and try something new. Maybe I'm bored and I was eating because I was bored. So I want to learn how to knit while I'm watching TV or you know whatever. Yeah. Um, so thinking about in those moments, what is the emotion um, first? Okay. All right. So when I feel the hollow, because it feels hollow. Yes. Right. When I feel hollow, I, I need to wonder why. And if I could have done this healthily as an adult, I probably wouldn't have eaten in those moments either, right? And maybe maybe that's part of what your awareness is these these last two months is like, oh, maybe I was just doing it because I did it. It was a habit. Right. You were maybe meeting a need that didn't need to be met by food, but you know, we all do it mm-hmm. at times. Yeah. Um, and so that it's this kind of this beautiful awareness in addition to the weight loss that you're experiencing, even though it's painful. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think that this, I, I guess it's going to sound strange, I guess, but I think the Wegovi is helping me understand way more than like my physical health. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, hmm. two days ago, well, this goes back a couple of weeks, Arden asked if we could go away this summer. Like, we are not vacation-y people. Like, we don't mm-hmm. go away. We were, my wife and I are like workers. Like, we work too much. And Arden's like, we should go away this summer. And so Kelly's like, yeah, sure, we'll go somewhere. And um, and then Kelly's like, well, do you want to bring a friend? And then it just started to get convoluted. And before you knew it, like the three of us going away turned into like, well, maybe Cole could come too and his girlfriend. And like next thing there's like nine people like are trying to go on <laughs> vacation. And it's not really something that like financially we should be doing right now. And so my wife kind of like, put it in my lap the other day. She's like, you got to find a place for us to go away to. And I was like, wait, me? I was like, I didn't agree to this, but okay. (laughs) So anyway, I spent the day kind of editing in my ears, but on, on another computer, I was just looking for a place where nine people could go and who could fit everybody's like needs as far as like scheduling and finances and like, you know, all this stuff. And by the end of the day, I couldn't get it done. Like I just couldn't figure out how to do it. And I can't tell you that I am not normally this person, but I was so frustrated and mm. upset. And I felt like I was letting everyone down. Like, I don't, this is not me. Like, normally I wouldn't, this would not be my takeaway from this. I had that adrenaline feeling in my arms. Do you know what that, do you know what I mean? Like, like you feel like you have to try to shake it out of your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. I was so angry that it wasn't working out and disappointed in myself and like felt like I was letting people down and so worried that I like all that stuff. And when I was going downstairs, I thought, tell Kelly how you feel, like start with how you feel. Right. And beautiful. And I did it and it worked. I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) 50 years <laughs> like, like, <laughs> because I recognized while it was happening that I could have gone downstairs and said, I can't believe you put this on me. I can't, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe like it's, you said we could go away. Blame. You fix it. You know what I mean? Like, um, or that like one of the kids that was coming along just kind of couldn't afford the same thing everybody else could afford. Like, well, if we, if we, if we weren't taking that person with us, then we could do like, and, and instead of doing any of that, I just came down and I said, I'm frustrated. I'm upset. I honestly feel like I'm going to cry. 
And I feel like I'm letting everybody down, but I can't figure out a way for us to do this. And I think that just has to be okay. And then we had a nice conversation about it and it was just okay. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, Eric is not really my doctor, but I really think this is great that she's been coming on the podcast. (laughs) Um, But I was so like, like aware of how hollow I feel right now because my daughter's in college, my son's moved away, and now I can't even figure out how to do this. And I have food is now gone too. And I so easily could have like lashed out about any of those things. And instead I just, I was just like, don't do that. It's not like I stopped myself. Mm-hmm. It's not like I was coming down the stairs in like some sort of murderous rage. And I turned, I talked myself out of it on the way down the stairs. I stood up, I assessed myself and I thought, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Go be honest about what's happening. And I just didn't have any ego about it at all. Like I, mm-hmm. I just said, I can't figure this out. Um, and then when it was over, I wonder when it was over, did I eat anything? Oh, I wish I could remember. I wonder if I grabbed like a snack or something. Uh-huh. I wish I could remember back to, to know if I did or not. Um, but yeah, that would have been interesting. Oh, hell. All right. I almost did a great job on that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to ask, yeah, would maybe, would you have, and it sounds like this is not your MO, but free again, pre two months ago, would you have not been in tune, you know, with that emotion and maybe had filled it with either food or something else? Like maybe there's this, you know, clarity of mind when you're eliminating these other things that are, you're stopping yourself with other, mm-hmm. either food or other things. Well, see, that's interesting because I'm starting to wonder as you were talking and as I'm reflecting over what I just said, if maybe this feeling that I feel is hollow is really just good space. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like maybe my life was too packed with things and like distractions and and whatnot. And now I actually have some space and maybe I shouldn't be lamenting the space. Maybe I should be like happy that it's here. That's what I just thought while you were talking. Huh? Yes. Interesting. Mm, okay. <sighs> Yeah, maybe I brought you on under false pretenses. Maybe the hollowness is just awareness. Like maybe I'm just not being pulled in a thousand directions. And because of that, I can kind of see. Like you ever hear people say like, um, my wife and I fight the most about the kids. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like because it all feels so dire. I just interviewed mm-hmm. a lady this afternoon, right? Who um, I could tell while we were talking that she just had this pressure. Like if she just made like 10,000 good decisions, her kid would turn out. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I, and that's a constant, like, like that pressure hits you constantly. And now I don't feel that way. Like my kids are gone. They're okay. They're doing well. And I'm not giving all my time off. Oh, wow. This is interesting. So I'm not giving all the time off to the thing I used to, I got to find something else I love. Oh, I see. Okay. First, it should be me, right? Mm-hmm. Right? First, I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And then I make sure I'm interacting well with other people. And then I get comfortable with the silence. That's it? 
Pretty much. <laughs> All right. That's it. Just just that easy. I'd easily pay you $40 for this. No. This is wonderful. <laughs> uh, which would not be right because you're not licensed in my state, so we can't do that. But uh, this is a podcast and, that, and you were not giving me therapy. But did I just, did I walk through that correctly? I think you are creating that the space that you have created um, intentionally, but that also environmentally, given the children are gone out of the house, that has forced you, which has been, I know that's been kind of painful, right? Like you've been feeling like bored or lonely. And, and then the elimination of the food that maybe was meeting some sort of need sometimes is now also removed. You now have all the space and that has allowed you to feel maybe feelings that you hadn't really allowed yourself to feel or had the freedom to feel. Right. Yeah. I wonder it is hard. I, um, I was standing at the sink in my kitchen last night and, um, I can sort of see out, but there's a road obviously that goes past my house. Um, and, uh, a car turned onto my street It is the exact make model year and color of my son's car. Mm -hmm. And, I got all like fluttery inside and I thought, oh, Cole's home. And I realized oh. he's not, right? Because he doesn't live here. Um, and um, and I was standing there. My wife was in the other room and I just out loud, I went, oh, fuck. And she goes, what? I'm like, oh, I'm going to cry. I was like, I was like, I know I'm going to cry now telling mm -hmm. you about it. And I was like, damn it. And she's like, why? I'm like, I just saw a car come around the corner. It looked like Cole's car and. I don't know. Like, I'll be all right. You know what I mean? And I just kind of wiped tears away out of the corner of my eye. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll share with you. <laughs> I just said that like there's not a lot of people listening. But <laughs> I'll share. I'll pretend I'm just sharing with you. When my father left my mom um, and I got really upset, I would usually get really upset overnight. And I would sneak downstairs and sit in the bathroom and look out the window and I would pretend that every car light that was coming towards my house was my dad coming home and then I would let myself feel really happy until I realized it wasn't his car and then I would do that until I felt okay that I could go to sleep. I used to do that a lot when I was little. So anyway, that's, wow. why, that's why my son's car like hit me so hard, I think. Because uh, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I know he's not in New Jersey. And um, like I've seen other cars there. So I just think I was standing there. We were already talking about something. I was feeling vulnerable to begin with. Then I saw his car and then it hit me really hard. And then later I thought, oh, I used to do that with my dad. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So mm -hmm. um, has everyone not pulled a family portrait out of the back of a closet and sat with it in the middle of the night by themselves? <laughs> <laughs> You really shouldn't get divorced unless you really have to. It's hard on people. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, oh my god! I'm just gonna tell you everything so everybody can figure out what's wrong with them while they're listening to this. <laughs> oh, oh my god! A uh, big Sears portrait in a frame. My mom just stuck it behind a bunch of coats, mm -hmm. and I would get up in the middle of the night and put it on the sofa and sit next to it when I was like 13 years old. Oh my God. All right. I'm fine. Arca. Wow. Everything's all right. I know. I'm like, we, I, I want to send you some referrals. No. <laughs> oh my God. No, you just keep coming on the podcast. I think I'm going to be okay eventually. 
right. Was, no, you're you're doing all the work. You're that's I you're reflecting. Now I'm. You know what? Truthfully, to like step out of this conversation for a second. Mm-hmm. I started doing this with you, thinking that it would help other people, and then it quickly. I was like, that's going to help me too. But like, I really was. I can't believe I'm fucking doing the same thing that I bust people's balls about all the time. I'm helping myself to help other people, mm-hmm. but never help myself to help myself. Like, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I always say, like, don't I always tell you, like, how interesting is it? I'm such an idiot. I always say to you, like, how interesting is it that people will do better for their diabetes if it's for a pregnancy or because they want to be around for a child or they just met a guy they think they blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Oh, how could they not have done that for a decade before? All they had to do was the right thing for themselves. And then I fucking sit here and do the same goddamn thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we all we all do it. It's kind of human yeah. nature sometimes. Oh, damn it. All yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> all right. I feel so... Um... <laughs> Actually, I think I'm a little hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Go eat something. So, so anyway, to, like to flip back to the Wigovi for a second, the only way you really know you haven't eaten is you get, I get like a little like woozy mm-hmm. almost. Like I'm like, like it's my body going, yo, we do not have enough calories right now. Um, but in the past that would come up as um, hunger in my stomach, like a, like a literal rumbling in my stomach, which, which does not happen anymore. And mm-hmm. um, I don't understand the hippocampus exactly and what it does, but whatever's in that GLP one, like it just like it, it, it is not functioning that way anymore. Mm-hmm. It is not telling me like no, giving the, the cues. Yeah. Like dude, go eat. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get that at all anymore. Mm-hmm. It's really something else. Um, I used to do this thing when I, when I was um, worried about food, like if I thought like, I guess this was an exercise about, about like trying to have self-control, but I would like take like, I don't know, like three mints with me on a long car ride and, and be like, don't eat those like all at once because I am totally a person. If I eat the first mint, then I'm definitely going to eat the other two and then they're Mm going to be gone. Right. So I would bring them along with me and be like, like, don't eat them. And I would inevitably fail at that. <laughs> like, I was just like, I'd be like, I'll have one now and then one on the return trip. But then I'd have the one now and I'd be like, oh, snap, let's just have the other one now. And so, like, <laughs> and um, I tried that the other day, too. And that was just so easy to do. Like, just because, like, I just looked at them like, I don't really care about this. My wife's describing that um, food is starting to taste different to her, like not as appealing. Like still mm. good, like not not wrong. Like it still tastes good, like it's supposed mm. to taste, but it's not hitting. Yeah, you know, my a friend of mine used to say that Kelly has a food face. <laughs> They'd say like when Kelly eats, she never looks so happy as uh-huh. when, as as when that's happening, and that is. So I'm also trying to understand this because she started this after me, and her impact was slower. And probably because I didn't have as many issues with it to begin with. Like, it, it hit me pretty immediately. She's just starting to come into some of these feelings. And I wanted to try to understand them before she got involved in them. Because I think her mm-hmm. path through them might be more difficult than mine. So, mm. okay. Erica, is this the Interesting. Secret, is this the secret of your job? Do you really not talk? Do you just... <laughs> just say, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's insightful, Scott. How about that? Tell me more about that. 
I feel like you should be paying me. <laughs> well, hopefully I I do more. No, I, do I think more. No, no, table. I'm just kidding. But I think you are you're really um you're able to unpack things that maybe sometimes I would need to add or ask different questions to help people get to where you got yourself. Yeah. Now I use you for cues. Like I look up to see how I'm doing mm-hmm. and I'm like, like she doesn't want to say anything right now. Like I should keep saying what I'm saying. Like that's how it like occurs to me. Like you make me want to keep saying what I'm saying. So it's a, a an amazing skill actually. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm just, Thank gonna, you. you're very welcome. I'm just going to try to shift gears here for a second. Erica Forsyth.com. You can see people virtually in California. Where else? Florida. Oregon and Utah. Okay. EricaForsyth.com. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, thank you very much. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank Erica for listening. And I want to thank US Med for providing Arden with her Dexcom and her Omnipods. USMed.com forward slash juice box or call 888 721 15 one four. If you're looking for a community around your diabetes, check out the Juice Box Podcast on Facebook. It's Juice Box Podcast. Type 1 Diabetes, a private group on Facebook with 40,000 members. Type 1s, type 2s, a lot of gestational. It doesn't matter to me what you eat, what kind of diabetes you have. You're welcome in my absolutely free private group. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juice Box Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe or follow in an audio app like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the others. And of course, tell someone else about the program. Help it grow.